Welcome to the Finding Clarity podcast, featuring Dr. George Cannon. This podcast is a ministry of the Kerbinsville Christian Church. Finding Clarity seeks to answer your questions about Christianity. Here's George as he looks at this week's question. Hi folks, this is George Cannon and you're listening to episode 151 of the Finding Clarity podcast. The Finding Clarity podcast is really an opportunity to answer questions that you might have about Christianity and the Christian life. So each week we put together a podcast to try to address things that you wouldn't necessarily hear about in a morning service or in Sunday school or in a Bible study. And so today's question in particular is going to be looking at something that we often hear about, but we're not really sure about it because... Well, some things are just assumed about it. You say, George, what what are we going to talk about? Well, we're going to talk about fasting. Fasting is something that we know about. We're sometimes called to do it. We read that Jesus talks about fasting. Fasting is throughout both the Old Testament and the New Testament. But the reality is, is so little is taught about fasting or even talked about fasting And so that's what we're going to look at today. In fact, our question is, what is the purpose of fasting? And in particular, the Old and New Testament speak about fasting. It's evident from the reading of the New Testament that fasting was a part of the early Christians' walk with Christ. How do we know the importance of fasting for believers today? Is it something that we should be doing today Should we fast? Again, what is the purpose of fasting? And so we're going to look at that question today. So here's how we're going to approach it. We're going to talk about what is fasting. Because a lot of times you hear different things about what people say about fasting. Well, let's talk about what is fasting. Then we're going to look at what the purpose of fasting is. And then we're going to see the connection between fasting and prayer. And a lot of times, that's why people ask the question about what is the purpose of fasting, because they connect it to their prayer life. So let's talk first about what is fasting. Fasting is the practice of abstaining from food, drink, or water for a period of time. So basically, it is saying that you are going to engage in a fast from eating or drinking normal drinks. Maybe you still do water. Or do an absolute fast, what's known as an absolute fast, where you abstain from doing all three, water, drink, or food. Typically, that is not a very healthy thing to do. The only one that we know that did that is Jesus. There are others who were recorded in the scripture who did an absolute fast. But it's the abstaining from food, drink, water for a period of time. Fasting is a way of demonstrating that we are serious about our relationship with God. So it's a practice in which you engage in really to show your commitment level to Christ, particularly in the area of your walk with him. Now, the scriptures do not record a specific command to fast. So nowhere in the Old Testament and in the New Testament 
Are you going to see a specific command, for instance, with the nation Israel to fast on a certain day for a certain period of time? Not like you would see where it says, keep the Sabbath holy. You won't see fasting being listed in that way. You also, when you go over to the New Testament, you're not going to find a specific command from the apostles or even from Jesus that you and I should fast. Now, they refer to fasting. They engaged in fasting. Jesus will even make the comment that this doesn't come out by much prayer and fasting, but there's no specific command concerning the whole issue of fasting. So it's a voluntary practice that is good, profitable, and beneficial. So to fast, it's good. Now we know that from science. Science encourages us for our health to engage in fasting for the benefit of our body. It's also profitable to fast. Now, how would it be profitable? Well, it engages you to direct your attention to God. So therefore, it's profitable for your spiritual life. It's also beneficial. There are some health things that are very good, as well as spiritual things that come from fasting. Now, Acts records the early church as fasting before important decisions. So when you read the historical record of Acts, you're going to see that whenever they came to a point of where they had to make a, an important decision, they devoted themselves to fast as well. So that brings us to the purpose. So what is the purpose of fasting? Well, the purpose of fasting is to take your eyes off of the things of this world and focus them on God. So by abstaining from the very basic thing that we need, food, that is something that's very natural to us, eating. We don't even think about it. We know that we need to do that. That's just the basic part of human life. But when I abstain from food, I am turning my attention away from the normal, everyday things of life, and I am devoting my time or that period of time in which you eat, or your focus during that time, on God. Fasting is a way of demonstrating that we're serious about our relationship with God. So it's, a, it's one way of showing the seriousness of your relationship with the Lord. And what we see from Scripture is, is that fasting is supposed to change our hearts. So when you fast... There's supposed to be, it's, it's an element of changing you from the inside out. Now, where do you get that from, George? Well, Isaiah chapter 58, verses 6 through 10. Now, in Isaiah 58, Israel makes some comments about God not responding to their religious rituals and so forth, their fasting or their prayers, and God responds to them. And part of his response is concerning what fasting was for. So here's what the prophet records. Verse 6, Is this not the fast that I have chosen, to loose the bonds of wickedness, to undo heavy burdens, to let the oppressed go free, and that you break every yoke? Is it not to share your bread with the hungry, and that you bring to your house the poor who are cast out? When you see the naked, that you cover him, and not hide yourself from your own flesh. Then your light shall break forth like a morning. Your healing shall spring forth speedily, 
and your righteousness shall go before you. The glory of the Lord shall be your rear guard. And then you shall call, and the Lord will answer. You shall cry, and he will say, Here I am. And if you take away the yoke from your midst, the pointing of the finger and the speaking of wickedness, if you extend your soul to the hungry and satisfy the afflicted soul, then your light shall dawn in darkness, and your darkness shall be as the noonday. Now, what's, what's going on here? Well, the Lord speaking through the prophet is talking about fasting being a tool to change our hearts and our attitudes to those who are around us, to cease from being selfish to being selfless. And that's really what the issue is, is when, when I am fasting, I'm basically abstaining from satisfying myself and focusing on the Lord. So that brings me to the final thing that I want you to see about the purpose of fasting, and that is that fasting realigns our priorities with the Lord. Fasting realigns our priorities with the Lord. So when I fast, I'm realigning my priorities because let's again, let's get back to the basic things of life. And the basic thing of life is, is that you need to eat and you need to take time out to eat. And that's your meals during the day. Well, when you're abstaining from food, you're realigning your priorities and you're making the Lord be the one who is supreme, who is the one who is at the center of everything. Now, before we get to the connection between prayer and fasting, let me kind of talk to you for a brief moment about the types of fast that we find in the scripture. In the scripture, you're going to see that there are several types of fast. You're going to see that the scripture talks about the reality of a normal fast, which would be the abstaining from food and drink. Now, that does not include water for a period of time. You're going to see a partial fast that's mentioned in Daniel chapter 10. Daniel chapter 10, it says that when he fasted, he kept himself from delectable things. Now, he ate, but it wasn't the delectable things that he focused on eating. He, he fasted in that way. You also see absolute fasts. So, for instance, when Esther, when she is confronted with the reality of Haman's decree to kill the Jews, she calls her maidservants to fast and abstain from food and water for three days. So that's an absolute fast. Paul did the same thing after his experience with Jesus on the road to Damascus, the Damascus Road experience. It says that he fasted from food and drink for a period of time before Ananias was sent to him to restore his sight. There you see an absolute fast. Now, the ultimate absolute fast was Jesus fasting in the desert for, what, 40 days from food, drink, and water. And those are the types of fasts that you see in the scripture. Now, you hear a lot of things about fasting today. I've heard it from churches. Fasting, for those of you who, who have to have something to eat, is you abstain from something else like TV or, or the computer or, your, or your, your smartphone device or, or even Facebook or something. That's something that you need to determine through the scripture and on your own if that's fitting for you. So those are the type of fasts that are out there. But I really think when we talk about this issue of what is fasting and what about Christians doing it today, it's because we usually connect it with, because the scripture connects it with, the issue of prayer. So we're going to talk about the connection between prayer 
and fasting. So fasting is often mentioned in the scripture in connection to prayer. So what we see happening here is that you will see Jesus, again, why weren't the disciples able to cast out that demon from the young boy? And they asked him that, and Jesus said, this one comes out by, by much prayer and fasting. So they're connected together. Oftentimes in the book of Acts, when you see them fasting, it's always in connection with prayer with regards to a decision that needs to be made. Now, the connection between fasting and prayer is not specifically explained in the scripture. Well, this is the interesting thing. The scripture assumes something when you're reading it. It assumes that you understand what fasting is or the purpose of fasting because fasting was a very much a part of the everyday lives of the Jews in that day. And even in the church, I remember reading about John Wesley. John Wesley, the great evangelist who started Methodism when he came, he encouraged his preachers under him to fast twice a week on certain days. So fasting was very much a part of the Christian culture and life. That's not true today. So, But the problem is, is we don't have that explanation. And I think it's because the scripture just assumes that you know. Now, what does fasting do? Fasting does convey a sense of dependence upon God when praying. So it's not just a realignment of my priorities. But when I fast, I'm abstaining because I'm saying to the Lord, Lord, I depend on you. I depend on you with regards to this issue that I'm facing. And I need your help. Now, here's the thing that I need you to understand. And we're going to wrap it up with these two final statements. When we talk about fasting, here's the danger that the trap that I find many Christians fall into. And that is this. Fasting is not the magic formula to getting an answer from God. So I've got this prayer request that I want God to do. I want God to provide. I want God to answer. And oftentimes we fall into this trap of thinking, well, yes, there's prayer, but if I fast, then he will get me my answer because he's seeing that I'm doing something. So fasting, finally, fasting does not get God to respond or change his mind. Fasting is not a form of, let's call it like it is, spiritual manipulation. By fasting, you're not gaining any more acceptance from God. You're already accepted in Jesus Christ because of what he's done, not because of what you are doing or wanting to do. So that's not the purpose of fasting. And so if you have it in your mind, well, I'm thinking about that I need to fast. Maybe that'll get an answer from God. That's not how you get an answer from God. In fact, you can't manipulate God. You just go to him with your requests and you wait on him. And that's really the struggle for a lot of us is the whole issue of waiting or waiting for a response that maybe is not what we're wanting, but we're waiting and we're trusting him with the response. So let's kind of wrap it up here now. When we talk about fasting, we're talking about a practice. It's an ancient practice that is assumed in the scripture that most people know what it is. And it is the abstaining from food, drink, or water 
for the purpose of realigning ourselves in our priorities, of expressing our dependence upon God, of focusing on him rather than the things of the world. Now, that's not going to give me more credit with God to get him my get my answer from him. But what it does is shows that I believe him and trust him enough that I'm willing to give up everything to be with him and to hear from him and to know that he's going to answer me in the things that I am talking to him about. Finding Clarity Podcast is really an opportunity to answer questions that you might have about Christianity and Christian life. So today we looked at the question of fasting. That has to do with the Christian life. Now you might be saying, George, I have a question. How do I get that to you? There are several ways of getting it to me. Number one, you just need to talk to me. If you're here at a service or if you want to call, just call and say or talk and say, hey, George, I got a question. Could you answer this for me? Or you could write it down. I get that a lot. People write it down, put it in an offering box. The men get it to me and I answer their question here on the podcast. You can also message us through Facebook. Just simply go to facebook.com slash Kerwinsville Christian Church. You can direct message us there or write on the wall and say, hey, hey, I got a question I'd like you to answer. Can you answer this for me? We'll take a look at it and we'll see about answering it here on the podcast. The whole reason for doing this podcast is to help you to understand the life and the relationship that we have with Jesus Christ. And I'm hoping that today's answer to the question will help you in that area of your life as well. Until the next time, take care.